Hi everyone, it's Jeff with Always Money Matters. This podcast is going to be about stock market indexes, the Fed, and what I think you should be doing, and my stock picks, which will be at the end of this podcast. So be sure to listen to the end. The overall markets have not performed well in the last few days, causing the worst week in the last seven months for the stock indexes, with over a 3% drop in the first three days of this week alone. By stock indexes, I mean the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, and, of course, the NASDAQ. But today, October 29th, 2020, the indexes are seeing a bit of a rise, but not nearly enough to recover the last three days of losses. The markets peaked on September 2nd of 2020. However, since then, the S&P 500 is down 8%, and the Dow is down 8.3%. Money is flowing out of the stock markets and into the bond markets as people and institutions start to panic. As a side note, Bitcoin is up 30% just this month. Are we going to see times again like we did back in March? When the stock market circuit breakers kept tripping day after day because of the substantial selling, which led to the biggest crash we've seen since the Great Recession, the markets must drop 7% for the circuit breakers to activate. Unfortunately, the answer to this question may be yes, but even further or deeper declines may lie ahead. I have to put in a little side note here about COVID-19. Because of the pandemic and its spiking in Europe and as well as here in the United States, you need to get out of recovery stocks, meaning restaurants, airlines, travel, cruise ship lines, hospitality, and retail. Why are you asking? It's because of the chance of bankruptcy. The chance of bankruptcy is just too large of a risk and it's rising every day. Even the tech stocks are pulling back because of fear of what might be going on due to COVID-19 and, of course, the election being just around the corner. So now, for the big question. Will the Fed bail us out again? The Fed has several tools at their disposal. But the big three are they can buy mortgage-backed securities and treasuries, they can buy corporate bonds, and they can lower interest rates. However, with interest rates at between zero and 0.25%, we can't really see them going much lower than that. We could go into negative rates But we saw the hardships that that caused when the European Central Bank went into negative interest rates, so it's highly unlikely that we will do that. 
the Fed is much more likely to buy treasury bonds and mortgage-backed securities. If the Fed does buy more bonds and mortgage-backed securities, that will create a great inflow of cash to investment firms, hedge funds, and of course the banks. As the Fed buys more bonds, bond yields will fall and bond prices will rise, thus effectively lowering interest rates and causing the continuation of rising home prices, which is great if you own real estate or are planning on buying real estate. If the Fed buys corporate bonds, corporations get tons of low interest rate cash. Now, where does all this cash come from if the Fed buys mortgage-backed securities and treasuries along with corporate bonds? Hmm. Of course, the great Fed money printing machine, which will have ramifications that will affect us all and that we'll all have to deal with sometime in the future. But that's another topic for a future podcast. For now, in the short term, this is fantastic because interest rates drop, causing real estate prices to go up. Probably I should say continue to go up, which is, well, obviously fantastic. But only if you are a real estate investor or if you're about to purchase real estate not so much for tenants. The purchase of corporate bonds is wonderful. People keep getting a paycheck that they will spend, which will ultimately help our overall economy and a lot of liquidity, which bolsters corporate bottom lines, which in the interim tends to prop up stock prices, which leads to the bailing out of stock, the stock markets and stock indexes. Good for people who are buying stocks. Not so good for people that can't afford to buy stocks. The Fed has stated they have plenty of tools and they are ready to use them. That's the good news. They're ready to use them. So again, if the Fed does start using these tools, real estate prices and stock prices will rise. Great for real estate owners or investors and people that own stock. But what about the people who don't own these assets? This just means more deterioration of their wealth because the Fed has no tools to help or bail out individuals. Which leads to Congress and a stimulus package. Uh, do I hear crickets? So, keep your debt as low as possible. Try to get rid of it as fast as possible and only use good debt. For example, borrowing money to buy real estate. I will caution you here, do not use margin for purchasing stocks yet. 
<laughs> Margins can turn against you rapidly and devour all of your wealth. Right now, today, start getting cash pulled out of your mattress. If you have real estate equity lines of credit, get them ready to go so that when the time is right, you can instantly have access to that cash. Sell your toys, your boats, your planes, your collectible cars, whatever you have. And look to whatever else you can think of to get cash now. I recommend that you slowly start easing into the stock market on down days consistently. Consistently is the key proposition to this plan. You must be consistent in buying on the down days. This leads to cost averaging of your stock portfolio over time. Remember, 99.9% of all people can never hit an absolute bottom or an absolute top in any market. And the other 0.1% just got exceedingly lucky. It is always safer to buy on down days. I know that seems a little weird to buy on down days rather than up days, but in all reality, it is much safer to do it that way. The rationality doesn't seem right, but that's the way the markets work. Let me reiterate that this will not be easy. And don't dump all of your cash in at once. And be consistent by buying on red days. No matter how hard it is, just do it. Another thing you will want to watch is the volatility index also known as the VIX, V-I-X. Yesterday, the VIX was up to 40, which is a substantial increase. The VIX truly measures fear, and fear leads to selling, and your opportunity to increase your wealth substantially over time if you're buying. March 5th to April 23rd was the last great time to invest in the stock market. At that time, the VIX was at these levels. Don't sell stocks unless you're buried in debt and use the proceeds to pay off that debt. Buying on down days can again be psychologically challenging. Really? Who am I kidding? It's just downright hard. Keep coming back to my podcasts for mental relief and moral support. I'm going through the same things that you are and having the same feelings you are. But just hang in there and keep doing it. If you want to hedge your bet 
on your stock portfolio, you could buy puts on the SPY, S-P-Y. This is not something I will personally be doing, but again, I will just continue to buy stocks consistently on down or red days. Again, please realize that I am not an accountant, CPA, or financial planner. Please listen to the Always Money Matters Welcome episode for all the legal stuff. I'm just a guy doing a podcast, but this worked just a few short months ago, and I think it will happen again. That's why I'm in. And now, as I promised at the beginning of this podcast, my stock stock picks. And, and as a matter of transparency, I do own these stocks and will provide the percentage of my portfolio allocated to each. Tesla, TSLA, 15%. NIO Incorporated, NIO. Amazon, A-M-Z-N, 15%. Apple, A-A-P-L, 15%. United Parcel Service, U-P-S, 10%. FedEx Corporation, F-D-X, 10%. Google, G. OOG 6%. Rocket Companies RKT 5%. Redfin RDFN 5%. JP Morgan Chase JPM 1%. DocuSign DOCU 1%. American Telephone and Telegraph, better known as AT&T. T is its symbol. 1%. PayPal Holdings, PYPL, 1%. I did own Disney, and I do keep a very close eye on it. But due to the fact that they run theme parks and a cruise line, I sold my position in that company. I felt there was just too much risk with, again, all this COVID fear going around. If you felt that you got value from this information that contained in this podcast, please consider passing it along. Thank you very much for listening. Come back tomorrow for another episode. And, of course, be safe. Thank you.